the Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. So Killian Murphy is standing on the cusp of an Oscar. I'm sorry if I'm jinxing him, but I, I'm, I'm optimistic. He, of course, had that stunning performance in Oppenheimer. This follows other stunning performances like The Wind That Shakes the Barley, like uh, Batman, like, uh, of course, the Peaky Blinders, where he has been such a huge hit. Well, his entire success hinges on the intervention of one man, poet, short story writer, novelist, and, of course, teacher, that being William Wall. William, good morning. Good morning, Anton. William, am I, am I putting too much jam on this? Um, I would say jam and cream, in fact. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I remember him well in school and he was a great student. And I certainly encouraged him into the arts. I thought, you know, it was just natural for him. But um, I don't think I could claim his Oscar. Mind you, if they turn up on my doorstep with an Oscar, I'll take it. Have you been much in touch during the Oscar campaign? Because I believe it is a campaign. Like you actually, they, there is a lot of work that goes into getting everybody to watch the movie and become enthused. No, I haven't been much. I mean, I've, I've emailed him a couple of times to congratulate him, but he's far too busy, you know. His last email, he said uh, it was mad over there and that's typical Killian. It'll drive him crazy. I think oh, he is. Th- that, that sort of bashful, uh, reserved persona, that isn't an act. That's the real man. Oh, that's that's definitely him. And that was even him when he was a kid. So what uh, possessed you to suggest to him that he should pursue drama? <laughs> well, um, do you know, uh, all teachers of English will, uh, or any teacher of literature really would, would, uh, would understand that, you know, you have uh, young people in school who are really good at the subject, who work very hard and and do very well at it, and indeed often... Uh, are rewarded in exams, though not always. And then you have people who get it. Uh, and sometimes they're also hard workers. And Killian was not a hard worker. Um, <laughs> but he, he got it, you know. I mean, you could when you talk about poetry with him, he understood what you were talking about. He, he did, you know, he understood the purpose of the whole thing. He had a natural um, affinity for cultural matters. And that was reflected in his music. Because uh, because uh, the first thing thing I had that he was uh, that way inclined was that he he had the band at the Sons of Mister Green Jeans and they played a couple of times in the school because my wife who was a maths teacher there used to organise uh, lunchtime concerts we had a long lunch break and uh, and they played there and they were really astonishing they were professional at seventeen eighteen years of age himself his brother. Uh, I think there were either three or four. I remember Bob Jackson was a third, and I can't remember if there was a fourth. But um, they were performers. They were natural performers. They came in in caftans and uh, and elephant flares, and uh, they burned joysticks in the theatre before the the performance. Wait a minute, caftans and elephant flares. What year was this? What age is Killian Murphy? This, uh, <laughs> this is the eighties. I mean, it was a kind of a nineteen sixties vibe, you know, and it was a nineteen sixties feel about their music as well. Um, you know, it was, uh, uh, and, and very influenced by blues, you know, you could get the, you know, most rock bands, uh, of that age, um, they kind of were based on turning the music up to full volume, you know, oh, yeah. so you missed a lot of the mistakes, uh, but they could actually play 
um, there was a kind of a... What's the line about uh, two chords and you're playing and uh, three is jazz? <laughs> is <that> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So come here, how come, because you were, you were long listed for the booker at one, at one point, as a novelist yourself, why didn't you say, if he had this cultural affinity that you describe, why didn't you tell him that where the career should be is locked in a dusty attic writing significant tomes? Yeah, I wouldn't inflict that life on anybody, actually. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a terrible sentence to to put on him. Uh, no, I mean, I I I didn't know what he was going to do, and he eventually signed up for law in UCC. And uh, I thought, okay, he's going to become one of these performing barristers, you know, that you see you hear about in the four courts. Um, but um, then when I heard that he had gotten into disco pigs, he was doing, working with Corka Dorica. Um, which is founded by Pat Kiernan, who was a, a huge influence on, on Killian as well, an enormous influence on him in his early stage in his career. Um, great theatre director. Uh, I thought, yeah, that's it. He's, he's found his path. You know, I didn't know he'd given up law at that stage. Uh, I found that out later, but, um, but I thought, yeah, he's, that's, that's where he's going to go, you know. What is it like for you then? to watch him in something like Oppenheimer. Because whatever about Peaky Blinders, there's an element with the small screen of a sort of, it, it humanises to some extent the, the actor. Whereas mm, Oppenheimer yeah. is this giant Christopher Nolan vehicle yeah. with him right square. Yeah. Are you able to lose the, te- the student you once had and see him as Oppenheimer or is he still just Killian Murphy to you? Oh no, I think, uh, my, my feeling about Killian is that whatever part he plays, he's not Killian, he's the part. He, he inhabits the part. He kind of gets into the soul of the, the character he's playing. And, you know, uh, my favourite film of his is The Wind That Shakes the Barley, I have to say. Um, in that, there's much more of the Cork man, obviously, because it's kind of set in County Cork. Oh, and he's so uh, good in it. I mean, he's superb. He is, yeah, he's superb. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but, I mean, uh, he just takes the part and makes it his own. And... I, I've never actually seen, well, there is one one film which he made a long, long time ago in Irish. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was called now. Uh, it's about two rogues who go to Connemara to um, to rip somebody off, I think, and, and they get ripped off instead, you know. Um, it, it must have been one of the first screen appearances that he made. And... Um, he, he's much more Killian. He's much more the Killian I knew in that, you know. But once you get on to 28 Days Later and all that kind of stuff, and Disco Pigs, indeed, originally, that's a different kettle of fish entirely, you know. Well, I'm sure you have a lot of candles to light, fingers to cross, ritual sacrifices yeah. to make between now and the Oscars, so I will let you get back to it. If you want to read William's latest book, it is Empty Bed Blues, and it's available in all good bookshops. That is William Wall. William, thank you so much. Thanks, Anton. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PWC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.